Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Look at it, so cheeky. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Major Contact 4009 and says, Am I the asshole here for marrying my sister's ex? Me, 27 female, and my sister, 29 female, have been fighting recently for something that I thought got resolved a long time ago. I've debated posting for like a week now, but figured someone not directly involved would be good to hear from. A couple of months ago, I married my husband, Greg, 29 male, after being together for four years. We met each other at the same office, and I developed this huge crush on him. I was pretty sure he was into me too, so... I decided to bring it up to my sister, Alicia. Alicia and Greg had dated in middle school when they were both 13-ish. And because it had been so long and at such a young age, I didn't think there would be an issue. But I still wanted to check. I didn't want to accidentally start dating some long-lost love of her life or something. So I thought I would clear the air by asking. She seemed a bit surprised because I don't think she was expecting to hear about her middle school ex-boyfriend randomly so many years later. But after we talked for a bit, she said she didn't really care. So I thought, cool, I have the go ahead. I thanked her and moved on with things. And a little while later, me and Greg got together. It never seemed to be an issue before recently. We hit all the milestones and she seemed to be happy for us. When he met my family again, they were a bit surprised, but things were fine. My sister was even one of my bridesmaids and seemed happy for me the entire time. Like, I haven't really thought of them dating him forever because it no longer seems relevant. I mean, she has a husband at this point, so it doesn't seem like a middle school boyfriend would be something to dwell on. We were with my family this Christmas, and things were going just as fine as they usually are, until my sister started handing out the presents she had gotten. Now, we don't get each other presents every year, and people in my family typically aren't buying special presents for people they're not close to. So the in-laws don't get screwed or anything because they didn't buy every individual cousin a gift. But during my wedding planning, she said she wanted to get me something special for my first Christmas as a married woman. So it took me off guard. I looked sort of confused for a second, but I didn't want to be a bitch on Christmas. So I just smiled and watched everyone open their gifts. Lots of circumstances could cause someone to not be able to get a gift. So it was fine. But after she finished handing things out, she looked at me and said I wasn't getting anything because I had taken enough. I asked her what she meant because, huh? and she said I didn't have to be so weird to plot to take Greg from her. I'll admit I had a crush on him when I was 11, but I didn't plan my life around dating him one day. I grabbed her and pulled her into the other room and we started yelling at each other. I definitely said some nasty things because if she had an issue... Why wouldn't she bring that up when I directly asked her? We both wound up leaving my parents' house early and her husband seemed super pissed. My mum texts that she was disappointed we fought in Christmas, which, yeah, I get, but it's not like I did it intentionally. She's telling whatever family members will listen about how I stole her boyfriend and, and so they are mad at me. And I don't feel like I could be the asshole, but I also can't tell. Greg's super pissed because she's been trying to message him about this and he doesn't get why this is such an issue. I've tried to speak with him a couple of times and I brought up how I asked her already for permission, but she says I took her off guard. So, 
am I the arse off edit I just finished talking to my mum will update either tomorrow or the next day I'm so pissed so there were some relevant comments as always that Opie responds to mysterious win says she started dating him at the age of 13 right what age did they break up and why Opie says they dated for less than a year, so they were both probably around 14. And from what they both told me, they just sort of got bored of the relationship and stopped talking as much before Greg eventually broke things off. So what says, not the arsehole, oh good god. But Sis's husband know that Sis is mad about this. She had no way to know that Sis was angry. I would not want to be in her husband's shoes right now. Opie says he was there during presence, so he has to be aware. Even though we definitely talked more away from everyone, she made it pretty clear why she was mad, why we were still sitting around. Someone asks Opie about the sister's marriage and plans, and Opie says she was 26 when she got married. I'd say her wedding was a bit bigger because her husband has a wealthy family. She seemed fine after the wedding, and there was no drama then, at least that I know of. I hadn't thought about pregnancy. They had mentioned trying, but we haven't heard any big news any big news since now i found this one a bit of a strange one it's got me thinking is there something else going on at the same time you know we see strange behavior all the time within these stories of course and it also got me thinking about how her husband's feeling as well seeing all this yeah I, i'm just wondering what the hell else is going on basically a couple of comments first one says wait your sister is 29 and she's accusing you of stealing someone she dated briefly at 13. Despite the fact that she clearly moved on, married someone else and given you the go-ahead. Not the arsehole. Your sister, however, needs therapy. Livid Half says you are definitely not the arsehole. Even asking her if it was okay to start dating Greg was kind of overcautious, but considerate. Given they dated when they were children and she's married to someone else. I don't know what your relationship is normally like, but if this kind of outrageous scene is out of character, I would try to sit down and get to the bottom of what exactly she's upset about. Problems in her own marriage, perhaps. One more comment from Two who says, not the asshole, tell her to get a grip of herself because whatever is going on with her marriage, she's making a fucking fool of herself and will regret it in the future when she's burned your relationship and comes seeking support. I'm kind of guessing something is majorly up with her marriage. Either she cheated and is looking to pass the blame like she's not happy and it would totally have been fine if she married Greg but her husband wasn't the one so it's not her fault. More likely he cheated or something so she's pissed about that and looking outside the marriage and fixating on the one that got away. If there is nothing wrong with her marriage and she just started acting like this, she's straight crazy. So... Opie did update the post and says things are pretty tense right now in my family, but less people are mad at me now. A lot of you were correct about the marriage issues between my sister and her husband. The other night, my mum invited me over to talk about what was happening. First, she apologised for telling me she was disappointed. Her and my dad were just upset that there was drama on Christmas. I apologised for picking the fight during the gift exchange because I know I definitely could have waited until later. Her and my sister have been talking a lot the past couple of days. I have yet to talk to her in person. Alicia told my mum that her husband, Chris, had told Alicia that I had been flirting with him and I had seduced him. I would never fucking do that. So this was a pretty big shock to hear. It had never been weird to me, so I'd always been cordial. 
but I am in no way attracted to him. She had told my mum a couple of months back that Chris was interested in another woman, but never said who. He had been going to couples counselling to help, and Alicia told mum it had been helping. We're not sure what caused her to snap at Christmas specifically, since beforehand she told my mum things were getting better. My mum had called her the night after we fought, and that's when my sister told her that I was the person Chris had been talking about. I just don't get why he'd pretend we'd been flirting or why she'd even believe it. I've always been open about Greg and I can't even think of the last time I've spoken to Chris without someone else present. I guess he wanted to avoid responsibility or something, but he didn't have to make that my issue. But the stealing comment she made towards me was because I guess she saw it as once is a coincidence, two is a pattern, and thought I was some evil bitch who wanted every guy she had. When my mum called me over, she didn't think I was doing anything with Chris, but she still asked to make sure which really hurt to be honest. It's not like I can prove I'm not doing something, but she believes me at least. Since we've talked, she's been doing damage control on all the relatives, who my sister was telling I was stealing her husband. This whole thing would have been easier if she just talked to me about it. My mum said she would try to talk to Alicia some more to convince her I'm not trying to steal her husband. Greg's pissed. He's pissed at my whole family pretty much, but mostly Alicia and Chris. He texted Greg yesterday. My name only loves you because you were mine. Sophia, I guess she doesn't believe my mum. He blocked her after that. I don't know. I was hoping the reasoning would have been something else. I'm not sure what to do. I don't know if my relationship with her can come back from this, and I refuse to be anywhere near Chris. And the top comment on that last post pretty much said, It's possible your brother-in-law cheated and is using you as a smokescreen to hide it. It is unfortunate your sister chose this route, but that's on her. It is also possible she knows he cheated and who with, and is also using you as a smokescreen. Either way, none of this is on you. Your sister is an adult and is capable of communicating like an adult and, and not like she's 14 again. And many people saying that it sounds like the brother-in-law is already cheated and that he's manipulating the sister and people are not excusing the sister either saying you know this is her choice as well other people saying they'd cut off that family completely but what do you guys make of this situation how would you deal with it if it was you let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole here subreddit from Major Artist 340. It does come with an update as well that says, Am I the Arsehole here for not offering to pay my husband and his kids, leading him to spend all of his savings? 
For a while now, my husband, John, has been getting more and more angry over little things and generally moody and distant. I had finally had enough and approached him about separation. This conversation led to a big blowout and him revealing the state of his finances. My husband and I have always kept our finances separate. Also, although we call each other husband and wife and had a wedding, we are not actually legally married. This was primarily for inheritance purposes because we each have older children from previous relationships. Anyway, John revealed that he had basically no savings left and all the money he had saved for retirement and for his kids' schooling was gone. Furthermore, he said it was all my fault since he used all his savings up to try and keep up with my lifestyle. There was never anything crazy in terms of bills or anything like that and we always split it all equally. The house we live in I own outright as well, so there wasn't a mortgage payment. However, I've always liked to travel a lot on fairly extravagant vacations. I would invite John or John and his children to join on trips, but never made them feel like they had to come. That said, he was expected to pay for himself and for his kids, except for recently, he accepted every invitation. I would also give my kids things he considered extravagant, but I considered normal. So he felt like he had to give similar things to his own kids. John said with all the spending to keep up, his savings dwindled very fast. I expressed that I couldn't understand how or why he would spend all he had when he knew he couldn't afford it. He said it was like keeping up with the Joneses, only worse, because it was at home, so he couldn't block it out. John thinks, since I knew his job, I should have had a basic understanding of his finances and realizes this wasn't a lifestyle he could maintain, that the kind of thing would have been to offer to pay for the trip and other things instead of dangle them in front of his and his kids' faces. Looking back, I probably could have realized that this spending didn't make sense for his salary, but I wasn't thinking about it. I don't think it was my responsibility to keep his finances in mind here. We'd agreed from the beginning to keep our finances separate, so to me, that means paying for things separately. Edit. We do not live in a state with common law marriage. So, some relevant comments on this one. Someone says, why not get married? You know you can make children beneficiaries in wills, right? Opie says, here spouses are included in inheritance, even if they're omitted from wills, and I plan on leaving everything to my kids. Question on ages, and Opie says, I'm 44, he's 53. We don't have any children together. Someone says, so you didn't discuss trips you could afford together. Opie says, we did discuss the trips, and I asked for input about where to stay and what we do, but he never gave any or had any suggestions. I always assumed he just didn't like planning things. I would have likely still gone on the trips if he didn't want to. Someone says, so if he said no, would you just go on the trip on your own? Opie says, I would have likely still gone on the trip. That said, I would have been open to open to less expensive trips had he brought it up. Except for the past two trips, he never declined. I didn't go alone though. I went on one with some friends and the other with my daughter. And then there was a couple of exchanges between people, so someone said, everyone sucks here. John should have ended your marriage way earlier. He can't keep with your lifestyle, and, and it would be horrible and very unfair to subject his children in a life where half of the family goes on fancy vacations regularly, and the others stay home. He should have been honest way earlier before his savings drained and ended the marriage. You should have had more awareness of your partner's struggles. How do you share a life with someone and don't realize these things? 
Opie says he paid for things without any hint that he was struggling. I assumed his attitude changed was when things started to get really bad and I did ask what was wrong. But he would just say things were fine or that he was upset about some little thing like the dishes not being put away. The commenter says, before you were together, how often were you taking trips with your kids? Opie says, I've always done about the same amount of trips every year, usually two with my kids. His kids mostly live with their mom and mine will still split time between me and their dad pretty equally. My eldest is in college now though. Someone says I have a burning question. Did you ever ask him why he was acting that way before you decided it was time for separation? Because from the outside, you come off as the female stereotype that men don't have emotions, so there's no need to check. Hope he says, I did. He would always say it was fine or I would ask what's wrong and he would get mad about the dishes not being put away or some other little thing. Commenter says, if you enjoy having him with you, maybe you could pay for him to go. Opie says if things were better, I might consider it, but at this point, I'm really not enjoying being around him anymore. I'm going to use this break to take some time to reevaluate things. Someone says, it sounds like you don't love him at all. Why were you with him? Were you really together or just roommates with benefits? Why wouldn't you leave him anything in the will? How do you split daily life? Opie says, with how things are now, it's hard to talk in present tense. I loved him. For me, it just feels like it would be wrong for my money and assets to go to anyone other than my kids given. For him, well, I don't really need any inheritance. So it just makes the most sense for it to have gone to his children. For restaurants, we've just always taken turns paying. So around 18 days after the original post, OP does come in with their update and says, after reading all the comments on my first post, I realized I needed more time to think about things. I also thought with the situation how it was, it would be best that we spend the holidays apart to avoid controversy. He wasn't a fan of the idea, but I eventually got him to agree to go. Last week, things settled down, so we met up to have a more detailed discussion about the state of his finances. A few more things were revealed. I found out that he had lost his job earlier this year and didn't tell me. He got a new job in October but he went over four months without one while pretending he still had one. During that time, he only got a small amount of money from unemployment, so he started putting everything on his credit cards. His new job doesn't pay as much as his old one, so he hasn't been able to pay more than a minimum towards his debts, which are now substantial. I feel like if he had just brought up all these issues earlier, this could have been avoided or we could have worked something out. Now I really just feel like I can't trust him. I can't trust him with money and I can't trust him not to hide things from me. I just can't see going back and trying to make things work with him at this point. Since he doesn't have a place to take all their things, I've agreed to store their stuff in my garage until he gets more settled. Which means I won't be able to make as clean of a break as I would like right now. But for the most part, it's over. Oh, dearie me. Lying that you lost your job and then going into credit card debt as well. My word. But if I'm being completely blunt and honest and, you know, I'm, as always, I'm probably completely wrong or, or there's some logic behind this that I'm just not quite getting at the moment. I didn't quite understand much of the relationship anyway, the way that it, the, the way that it was talking, it didn't say it didn't feel like they were actually together. And that may be just from the lack of communication from his side of things, you know, just trying to keep up and spending all his money, etc, etc. But whilst I was reading it, it just felt like there was like this total disconnect anyway. And that's not from just like the separate finances. I, I totally get that. And I know many people who 
who do keep their finances separate. But I don't know. What, what do you guys make of this one? I'll be very, very interested to know. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below as always. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. And thank you so much for sharing your thoughts over on Twitter. X, like whatever it's called these days. And sharing your pictures of your current projects. I do see them. I think they're absolutely amazing. I love to see what you guys are up to whilst you're listening in. I don't mean that as like a, what are you doing whilst you're listening to me kind of thing. I just like, I felt, I find it fascinating that, you know, I just love to see people, you know, doing stuff with their, their crafts and hobbies. And I just find it amazing. But thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.